This is episode number 115, and today I'll identify two major mistakes that most married couples make. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian training. Have you ever been in an unhealthy relationship before? Maybe the other person was totally checked out whenever you spent time with them and you felt like it was definitely a one-way relationship where you're giving all this energy, all this input, all this attention, and you're not getting anything in return. Or maybe it was the opposite and they were so clingy that just being around them felt suffocating and you felt like you needed to spend time with them because that's what Jesus would do, right? But at the same time, you really did not look forward to it. You know, these kinds of relationships that are all in or all out aren't healthy. And we can even see in our own lives how they don't help us or the people around us. And the thing about marriage is that it's amazing when it's done right. It truly is a testament to the power and the wisdom of God. But too often, our marriages end up in one of these two extremes, just like with our friendships. And so I want to identify and speak to the two extremes that can happen in a marriage, why it's not good, and then talk about what we should be doing instead. So the first mistake, the first extreme that married couples can make is that they make their relationship idolatrous, which means that they're putting each other in a place in their lives and in their focus that's not healthy because it is possible to be too into each other. You know, as a Christian, as a disciple of Jesus, your spouse should be a clear number two on your priority list. Now, that's still pretty far up there, but a very clear number two. And I want to read two passages, both from Jesus, that speaks to this thing, in, to marriages in particular. So in Matthew chapter 10, verse 37, Jesus says, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And then in Luke 14, verse 26, Jesus says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And so in both of these passages, what Jesus is talking about is that we are going to be followers of Jesus. Then he has to be number one, far and above any other relationship that we have. And he doesn't just go for the acquaintance, the coworker, the person you met at the mailbox. These are the relationships that more often than not, you are the closest to. That if you don't have a good relationship with your father or mother, you might have a good, you know, a good relationship with your son or daughter or or your spouse, or your brothers and sisters, your siblings, you know, somewhere in there, there's a relationship that is really important to you. And Jesus is saying, if you're going to follow me, I have to be more important than them. You have to love me more than them. And so as much as we love spending time with our spouse, investing in our spouse, being with our spouse, that relationship, that marriage relationship does not supersede our relationship and commitment to following Jesus. That as a Christian, your life does not revolve around your spouse. But 
What's really cool when you do this right is that you both start orbiting God together. The second extreme is on the opposite end of the spectrum. If on one end you can be too invested, on the other end you just turn into roommates. And this is where you hardly spend any quality time with each other at all. Life is definitely busy. I'll give you that. And because of that, unless you're intentional about spending time together, you may find yourselves drifting apart. And instead of dealing with disagreements, you just decide it's easier to go and do something else. It's easier to avoid an unpleasant situation and to go off and be independent. And when my wife and I were living in Savannah, we fell into this trap of just turning into roommates instead of being a married couple. You know, we were both working and we were both very invested in helping the church that we are part of grow and thrive and do well spiritually. But we were definitely overextended looking back. And if we had gotten better input or really any input before we started signing up for all these ministries and all these serving opportunities, you know, maybe somebody would have spoken some wisdom into our situation and said, you know what? It's great that you want to lead a family group and it's great you want to help out with a college ministry, but you really need to focus on each other. You really need to invest in your relationship with each other. But we didn't have that and we didn't seek that specifically. And so we fell into this trap of becoming roommates. And then what ended up happening as often does, life threw a curveball, I lost my job, and then because we had drifted so far apart in our relationship, we were not able to uh, properly handle that situation, and it ended up being the uh, biggest hurdle that we'd had to get over in our marriage, and we had to get a lot of advice after the fact as well, after we kind of wrestled through that, uh, (laughs) that whole situation. And so I can tell you from personal experience that being roommates is not fun. It is not fun. And so if you are feeling disconnected from your spouse, if you feel like you're on two different pages, like you just can't seem to uh, spend time together or find time to invest in your relationship, choose a night or a morning or whatever your schedule allows during the week to rekindle your relationship and get back on the same page. Have a date night picked out that is sacred time. Nothing gets in the way of your date night. Nothing gets in the way of your uh, spending time with your spouse. Because, you know, being married is an incredible thing, but if we don't invest the time and the energy and the effort that we need to in order to make it work, it's not going to happen on its own. Looking at marriage, it, it really is one of God's greatest gifts, but it takes work. If left to our own devices, we naturally gravitate towards one of these two extremes. And so by taking the time to fix that, to avoid these two extremes, these two mistakes, your marriage can become what God designed it to be. Two people united in their pursuit of God and his will. Because that's really what marriage is all about. That is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.